Hi, my name is Hina Solanke. Welcome to the Phil Fabulous Show. Hi all, are you shy or do you just lack confidence? Many people confuse shyness, a lack of confidence, low self-esteem and introverts as being one and the same thing, but they're not. Shyness, a lack of confidence and low self-esteem are not exclusive to introverts because extroverts can also be shy, lack of confidence and low in self-esteem. So to break down the misconceptions about these labels, it is so necessary to raise awareness and what they really mean. So here are my thoughts on these differences and why it's important to understand what these differences are. Shyness, sometimes someone is just simply shy to, you know, they're nervous, timid in the company of other people. Shy people may prefer to be on their own because they feel anxious around people. They may want to connect with other um, people, but they just feel too anxious to. Um, so they're just reluctant to because the fear of rejection and being judged. Shyness is not necessarily a problem unless, of course, it leads to social anxiety. And that can be an issue, especially if people are around family and friends and they're still getting these feelings of shyness. It can make you feel uncomfortable, self-conscious, nervous, timid or insecure. People with shyness sometimes display the same symptoms of anxiety as well. And this can be shaky hands, breathlessness um, and just looking flushed and hot. Um, all symptoms of anxiety um, and obviously they go hand in hand um, when a shy person's in their uncomfortable zone. A lack of confidence. Confidence can be described as having faith in your abilities. To me, confidence means being comfortable with who I am and having the courage to do all that I need to do. Because most of us lack confidence at some time or other in our lives. You may not just be confident about a specific thing. So does that mean you're not a confident person? No, it just means that you might not be confident about a particular or specific project or thing that you're doing at the time. You you might not be confident about going to an estate agent to just approach them about buying and selling properties. You might be not um, confident, you may not be confident about having a new hairstyle. You might not be confident about doing long distance drives. I know so many people who are the most confident people. You would never, ever imagine them not to want to do long distances, but they don't or they don't drive in the snow. They just don't feel confident. It's about that specific thing. It doesn't mean you're not confident as a whole, as a person. So this in turn can affect your ability um, if you've, if it's something's bad happened to do it again. So you've got to make sure that if you have done something and it has knocked you, that you do go for it again, because otherwise it's just going to prevent you from going forward. So what about introverts and extroverts? Well, introverts is a personality that is obviously at the other side of extroverts. I think I fit somewhere in between um, as an amnivot. Um, introverts are concerned with things with the inner mind and draw energy from being alone and going inwards, whereas extroverts are concerned with things external to the mind and draw energy from being around other people. Introverts 
are overstimulated by spending too much time in noisy social environments such as parties. It's not that they don't enjoy them, they find them draining and need time after to recharge. Whereas extra, extroverts thrive being in such environments where there, um, where there are lots of people around them. Someone who's introverted enjoys spending time alone, whereas someone who is, um, is shy prefers to be alone because they fear of people being around them. Because someone is introverted, it doesn't mean they automatically mean they lack confidence, self-esteem, or they're shy. Introvert is not something that has got to be gotten over with or, or grown out of. It's simply a personality trait. Although you could start off in your um, life being an introvert and end up being an extrovert and vice versa. You could be an extrovert and then slowly down the line, later on in life, you become more of an uh, introvert um, and or even in between as an amnivert like me. Many assumptions are made about people who are introverted because of the misunderstanding that all introverts are shy and lacking confidence and low in self-esteem. That is simply not the case and is not true. Extroverts are just lively people who enjoy being around other people, love to socialize and meet other people, going out socially, just generally socially confident person. This is why I probably love my work so much. I'm in my clinic, I meet so many different people, some who need life-changing treatment. So it's an amazing feeling. You know, there's lots of conversation. These could be just cosmetic procedures or they could be life-changing uh, medical enhancements. Not all extroverts are loud and overly gregarious. I think definitely I'm a bit of both, an amnivert. I love parties and being around people, but I also like to go to retreats um, and have some me time with no one around me to just to re-energize my mind and body. I definitely am aware of when I've had too much and then I do retreat and retract and I definitely hold back from being around lots of people. Low self-esteem or lack of belief means that when someone is just has a low opinion of themselves and lack belief in themselves. They're not capable of, um, of doing certain things. The belief about themselves has often been shaped by early life experiences. They may have been made to feel um, in a certain way or not they're not good enough or told they would not amount to anything. It could just be that they were, um, they were different to other children and they just didn't feel like they, felt they fitted in. It felt like they didn't fit in. They could even have been put on a pedestal with high expectations of them um, and they just felt they couldn't live up to them. A lack of self-belief or low self-esteem is being low in confidence um, and they go hand in hand because someone who lacks self-belief has low self-rating of themselves. So they often don't have confidence to go ahead um, and do, do something and, and do these things that are unfamiliar to them. They have no experience in or, or take out uh, be taken out of their comfort zone. We gain self-belief by changing the limiting beliefs we hold about ourselves. Depending on how deep-rooted this is, someone may need professional support by the way of cognitive behavioural therapy or counselling, which is completely fine and it should be done if this is what, what you need. It is more simply, it is more simply thinking positive it is more than simply thinking positive or doing affirmations, although it can help for a short period. Um, when you have low self-esteem, it's often changing inheritance, 
beliefs um, of a person that has been about themselves. It is often, it is about changing inherent beliefs a person has about themselves. So I've got a few examples of things that definitely have happened in my childhood that, and teenage years that may have contributed to a little bit of self, low self-esteem. So when I was younger, my father always said my sister was like gold. It, it, he didn't mean to. I love my father, my father to bits, but it's just something he always said. Um, my sister was nine years, is, is, not was, she's still around, is nine years older than me. And he just always said she was his gold. She was like gold. And it was when I was at the age of 17 and one of my boyfriends then turned around and said when he, when my father mentioned it and said, well, Hina's my diamonds. And I was like, wow, okay, that's the first time somebody's really said something like that about me. So that was pretty incredible. Um, my, the second thing is my ex-husband was abusive. I talk about it in my book, Dance with the Universe, in the chapter, Physical Abuse versus Psychological Abuse. He made me believe that I was the ugliest, useless person in the world. Why? I was the higher earner and he needed to have some control. It was actually that bad with him that whenever I got a company car, I'd let him choose the model and the make of the car just to make him feel better. And the third thing is I was, I manufactured, I formulated and manufactured some dog products and was about to start selling them. And a friend of mine who's very, very successful, multimillionaire, uh, was just talking about it. And he said, okay, so how many have you sold? So the website was just set up and I was rather excited because I sold a product, it was our first sale. And he said, how much was it? And I, I think it was about $8.95. Um, he just started laughing. He said, eight ninety five. So, how much profit have you made, etc.? So it was just, uh, it was just belittling. And but the thing is, with that, I actually turned that around. I used that energy, that negative energy. I flipped it to positive. I then put our products in the uh, the pet show in Olympia in London, and I actually managed to get my products in Buckingham Palace and get an order from the Queen. So that was pretty amazing. So I managed to flip that one around, but. Definitely, you know, when you've heard these things and you've been constantly told you're useless, you're, you're, you're not really worth anything, you don't look too good, it, it's, gonna, it's going to affect your, your self-esteem. So understanding these differences really helps us to understand ourselves and others. How do we deal with lack of confidence? So since I've actually done this and prepared for this, I looked at all these especially the shyness, low self-esteem and lack of confidence. And there's definitely things that I'd got wrong about myself. I think this helps you analyze yourself and to see where you really fit in. Do you lack confidence or is it low self-esteem? You know, they're very, they're very different. They can go hand in hand. You can actually be, be a bit of both. You can be, be a bit of three. Um, but if, if you realize where you fit in, it helps you to actually correct it if it needs correcting, but it'll help you go forward with it and understand if it's causing an issue, you'll be able to work on it. So how do we deal with a lack of confidence? Confidence is gained by taking action over and over again and doing the thing repeatedly until you feel comfortable with it. When you're attempting something you've never done before or learning something new, you're aware you're not competent and that knocks your confidence. So as you go, as you learn more about it, practice it, move forward, you're 
and towards your unconscious competence, then you eventually, eventually become so competent that you just don't even think about it anymore. If shyness is causing a problem, you can do two things. You can act confidently. Remember, confidence comes through action, learning, practice and mastery. Remember when you learned how to ride a bike? It was terrifying at first, right? But after you went for it and you tried and you got it and felt confident. Social confidence works the same way. It can help to eliminate shyness. The other thing you can do is practice displaying confident body language. Make eye contact. When you're talking to somebody, walk with your head held high and project your voice clearly and effectively. How many times have you spoken to somebody and they don't look you in the eye? They're not confident, they're shy and therefore come across like they're not confident. But if you look somebody, if, you're, if you have a tendency to be shy, make sure you're making that eye contact. Make sure that you have your shoulders back and your head up, your shoulders aren't curled in and, that, and you're projecting um, just timid body language. So just be aware of that. If you can't come, uh, overcome these on your own, then please do um, seek professional help because you can address the fears at the root of the problem of shyness. How about low self-esteem? Well, low self-esteem is a little deeper rooted and is often surrounded with a lot of negativity and not always such a quick fix. And you may want to speak to a counsel therapist, um, but here's a few things that you can do for yourself. Here's six things that I've put together. So number one, surround yourself with the right people. Surround yourself with positive people, people who make you feel good and uplifted, that's going to help, really, really help with your self-esteem. Uh, don't hang around, well, sometimes in business you can't control it, you, you are around negative people, but just don't try and absorb too much of it. Number two, get to know yourself, become your own best friend. Do you know yourself? Who are you? What do you like? Do you know what makes you happy? Do you know what makes you sad? Number three, Acknowledge where you need to change. So by looking at this and going through this exercise, like I said earlier, it's really actually helped me um, pinpoint a few areas that I definitely have some weaknesses and I need to work on them. And definitely this will help me, but don't be hard on yourself. Just acknowledge that you, you've got these areas that, that you can improve on. Do not compare yourself to others. That's the num that's a really big, big problem. And that just makes people feel terrible. Especially when if you're looking at people on Instagram, you're looking at their images and their Photoshop images and you're trying to look the same. It's not going like that. You look at someone who's really successful or somebody you went to school with or work with and you look at where they are and you look at where, they where you are. You we're all unique people. Everybody is unique. Just look at yourself and just, you know, you can obviously let other people inspire you. Um, you can model them. You don't need to be them. You're unique. They're unique. Um, and just understand that and, and don't compare yourself to others. Number five, repeat positive affirmations. Um, my favorite three affirmations that I use are I believe in myself and I can do this. Let go and let God. And last, I deserve to love and to be loved. Now, like I said earlier, affirmations work on a temporary basis. They can, they can change your mindset and make you feel positive. 
long term, it does help with an implant into your subconscious mind. But if you do have something deep rooted, affirmations will often only be short lived and they will only help you for a temporary period of time. Now, the last thing is take care of yourself. How often have you not felt too good and you've let yourself go? You've not brushed your hair, you haven't washed your hair. For guys, you haven't bothered to shave. Girls, you haven't worn makeup. You know, you haven't done a manicure, whatever. You, you're wearing just joggers or, or just not making much of an effort with yourself. Look good, feel good. There is some truth in that. So you have to just look after yourself. Looking after yourself is going to build your own self-esteem. You're going to like what you're looking at and it's going to make you feel good. Remember, I'm not talking about other people. We don't care about other people. We care about you. How do you feel and how are you looking at this precise time? If you like what you're looking at, you're going to feel great. If you're not in a good place in your mind, please get some professional help so you can feel fabulous again. To be totally fulfilled, I believe self-esteem is empowering with self-awareness and gives you thoughts and your attitude freedom. I hope you've enjoyed this. Take care for now.